Welcome to the Grace World Podcast. I'm Dan Hewitt. And I'm Becky, his wife. This is episode 52. And happy Mother's Day. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. Hi, guys. Hi there. Hi, mothers, fathers, people. Greetings to all you people, especially the mothers. Special blessings to you today and thanks. Mm-hmm. So, what festive things do you want to talk about today? I think I know because you told me. <laughs> I did tell you. <laughs> I should do. We should do that sometime. Not tell each other Surprise. what's on our mind and just it's start a... talking and see how it goes. That's pretty much what we do anyway. <laughs> we do bad. give it five minutes to discussion. Well, and we, yeah. Been thinking we about talk stuff a lot in the week, week. Yeah. yes. We are talking about listening how do we today. Con- how do we condense our week into an hour here? Right. Less, yeah. Listening. Listening. I, what was the, one of the things I know that stimulated, we had a lot of conversation on the noise and... So this is the negative side. For We'll start with the negative and right head to the positive. Okay. We'll start, we'll work our way through as... As we had lots of... Uh, like a good sermon. Tell everybody how bad they are first. You're, and you're then... bad, yes. Everybody <laughs> is bad. And uh, if you listen, we'll tell you the answer. Now, yeah, we talked this week a lot about how... Well, we've been noticing a trend for quite a while, a few years now. And it's just become more and more obvious where... Like this was the Roe versus Wade decision came out. And I'm not going to talk about anything as far as political sides, but... It's int- we noticed how er- basically every week there's the thing that everybody in the news media talks about. So we had Russia, then or Russia and Ukraine, and then it's like, okay, Roe's here. Now everything on the news will now be about Roe. And it's just like there's this unanimous, this is what we will all talk about now. This is our point of discussion of everybody in the country is going to talk about this. And there's a lot of talking, but very little listening happens here. It's kind of a just, here's the official points, the official talking points we'll have. Usually we have two sides that are going to be very polarized. They all post on Facebook their strong opinions and nobody listens to each other and it's just, Everybody's mad and irate, and we have our latest things that we all get up in arms about. But, gee, that doesn't seem healthy, does it? Mm-mm. So, you had some thoughts. Actually, you had an interesting book you were reading. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, am I going way, way too fast yes, for you here again? again. Your brain just works so fast. Boom, boom, boom. Next point, next point. Let's get going through this here. All right. Because you just went through two, two things there that I... Mm-hmm think deserve a little more time one was the theme the the thing that we're noticing with the media how there's pretty much just one topic thrown out from the media in general that's a big generalization sure. but the mm, it feels a little manipulated Journalism feels a little, a little manipulated, no. manipulative, or maybe a lot. <laughs> that um, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm, that there's this is the story we want to tell now. Okay, now this is the story we want to tell. Okay, now we want you all to think about this. Okay, now we want you all to have your opinion. And this is where you were talking about 
the discussions with people. Um, <clears throat> what's your opinion about this now? Let's see how we can get. Okay, so now, so here's some cynicism. Let's see how we can get people riled up about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, now how about this? Let's see if we can get people riled up about this and uh, or that or whatever. Um, it, it doesn't seem like there is, well, you know, the point of journalism since I don't even know how long ago, 1800, 1700, whatever, the point of media forever has been to say, let's see if we can get people let's present a story that will hopefully move the hearts of people. Yeah. We just watched that Johnny Depp movie a couple weeks ago. The one about the photographer that went Um, over to Japan and, and did that story on the people that were being mutilated basically by the, that one uh, company who was dumping dumping some chemicals, chemicals into the water and Mm -hmm. it was deforming their people, their people. Anyway, and he was a journalist, and the whole point of that movie was for him to uh, show pictures of what was going on with these people in Japan, so that they would, <coughs> and bring that to America's attention, so that Americans would put pressure on the company to stop doing what they were doing. That's that's the whole point of journalism, in my opinion, in a nutshell. Yeah. is to bring stories of injustice to the people so the people will rise up and do something different. And that's what's happening. Which sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's... Spades in our country mm-hmm. because everything is so volatile right now because of social media, because of social media, so mm-hmm. that everybody does have a platform to yeah. spill their guts about what they think about something. Yeah. Which, like you say, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it does feel very... Driven, right? It's the, the, the thing that we we're talking about, right? Think about the fact that there's seven billion people on Earth. There's about two hundred countries. I don't know how many different cultures and languages, and yet somehow in here in our country, every week there's kind of one point of discussion, mm-hmm. and that just seems like hmm. That seems kind of from the mainstream media, anyway. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that seems kind of driven by. There's the universal, this is what our topic is now. And mm-hmm. that just, I mean, and that's not what we want to focus on today. The point was, that's what brought us to well, okay. think about some things a little differently. And so I, I was going to say, yeah. um, or am saying, I guess. Go for it. The listening part is where we're headed with, uh, it feels like there's this um, thing that invokes you, invokes a person to say, oh no, this is how I feel about something. Mm-hmm. But then, and and I think in some arenas we're getting a little bit better. Uh, we're being forced to be better to actually listen to somebody else's side and have conversation that may or may not change each other's minds, but give at least perspective about why certain people think what what they do. So that would be the positive, mm-hmm. a positive outcome that could be coming from this. Is are we listening? Well. Of course, we're going to go to, are we listening to God Right. in all of this? But even in those situations, even when you're talking with somebody about whatever is on the news that week, are you listening to other people? So, okay, I'm going to say something. Uh, here I am. Uh-oh. You always launch me into these things that we've talked about of the week. And I feel like, 
I have a, I have an opinion about something that I have opinions about may everything. May not be PC just... or may not be. Okay, so okay, so let's just go back to um, the Ukraine situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, I want to know what's going on on the Russia side. Mm-hmm. I have I have heard just enough from articles and podcasts and stuff about some deeper uh, agenda or a deeper understanding of the civil war that's been going on, especially in the region of U- Ukraine where this fighting is happening, where in the Don, Russia's not region. Yeah. Russia's Russia's not just decided I'm going to come in and take everything from Ukraine according to some of the journalism that we've heard or things that we've heard historical things that actually correct me if I'm wrong here but that you you there's a section of Ukraine that's highly populated by Russian people which is Eastern Ukraine Ukraine. Eastern Ukraine is predominantly ethnically Russian and Ukraine has been persecuting them for many years and Russia is basically coming in and saying no we're going to support our Russian people here and actually try to take it it, there's a okay so my point is everything that I see on social media everything that I see on church billboard signs new life has a big support ukraine uh Mm -hmm. campaign going on uh lots of people pray pray for for ukraine Ukraine. okay but pray for russia too i'm not saying don't pray for ukraine but why have we just this is what's going on with the media everything's one-sided because the yeah because the the mainstream media has said oh poor ukraine because there's probably some nefarious stuff going on with our government with that which we won't get into but there Russia, pe- Russian people have been involved in this too. Yeah. Russia and Russian sh- soldiers. Why are we not praying for the Russian soldiers to understand right. what it is, you know, they're participating in or in right or wrong. And, and that's what I mean. Like, we, well, usually we want to have a clean, here's the good guys. Here's the bad guys. Pick one side. There you go. We're on the side of the good people. And the answer is, I think in the, if you look in this situation, I'm not even going to expound on it, but it's like, that's a train wreck of a mess of two countries that are both a mess. And it's like, I don't want to be in the middle of that thing because, you know, it's people like, oh, I want to go to war and fight for Ukraine. It's like, I think they're both a mess. And, yeah. and it's like, this whole situation's a mess and there is no clear cut. Hey, here's the baddie and, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, this is just kind of an uncomfortable mess. And so <laughs> to put it mildly. Yeah. And, I mean, there's so the point is there's there are many sides, not just two sides to every story. There are yeah. many sides and we should be praying for the people in this situation. Mm-hmm. I for get all people. I, but I'm getting a little, I'm a little perturbed by the fact that I haven't seen one post or one sign from anybody, Christians or non, that says Rush, we should be praying for Russia. Yeah. You know, I, I mean. One way or another, they clearly need prayer. Every, right, <laughs> right. That's what I mean. Like, so, why, why are we whichever taking way you up, want to look at it, taking up the, the, and I understand, you know, right now it looks like Russia's the bad guy, which kind of they are, they're bombing and stuff, but also there's news coming out that it's Ukraine's being bombing made. Some yeah. Ukraine has, is bombing places and the media is twisting it to look like it's the Russian 
bombs. Right. And if you actually dig a little deeper, it's not. It's Ukraine bombs or whatever. So that's what, like. We've revealed, revealed be, lots of stuff here that is a big open can, a big can okay, of worms. But exactly. And that if wasn't anybody the point wants today. to comment on that, well, maybe kind of it is. Okay. If anybody wants to comment that and set us straight, go for it, whatever. But I mean, I'm open to that. I, I don't mean whatever. I mean, if that's what stirs somebody up and they want to have conversation, that's fine. Right. Well, here, I'll just throw it out. I mean, as long as we've opened that, I'll just say what the point was that we've looked at is going back five years or so, the Western Ukraines have been bombing the Eastern Ukraine. There's actual photos and videos of the bombs and their Ukrainian weapon missiles that have hit over in the Eastern side. And there's a very, a lot of ethnic tension within the country. Mm -hmm. So, there's a problem there. Right, that, right. So that's the point, is this isn't just a clean, gee, Putin, Putin's a nut, and I think I'll invade countries, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, do I think it's right for him to invade? No, but the point is, is there's some trouble going on there before he went in there. Mm -hmm. And so that's all I'm saying is, it's not a clean little bad guy invaded and that's it. It's a, it's a mess. And there's a lot of bad stuff was going on before Russia came in there, really bad stuff. Right. And, and, so. and probably in every altercation that involves war. Right. There's a lot of other things that are going on Yeah, that the general public has no context for and no understanding of why the decisions are being made the way that they're being made. Maybe right. they're nefarious. Not saying that all, that all war is... It, 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 there's lots of bad decisions that are being made. Sure. But there's also, you know, and, and the Roe versus Wade stuff that's going on right now. We don't know. We don't know all of the ins and outs that are going on. And who are we listening to? Mm -hmm. Are we listening to what's being presented to us from journals, journalists? And not all and of them saying, are terrible and, and controlling. And saying this is, this is how this should go. That's, that's the point. Like right. a lot of the journalists journalism that we perceive is coming out is not just telling the facts but telling you how you should think or yeah. swaying the facts right. to tell you how you should think and that's the point of of being a, a, an active listener like are we listening with ears that are open to truth not just ears that are open to what's presented mm -hmm. with historical context yeah and uh psychology the psychology of people involved well, i remember we had kids when our kids were little and watching movies and every once in a while we'd have some movie and it'd put you know there's some narrative or thought behind it and i'm like here's the message they're actually trying to tell you, you. still do that not just when the kids were little i still sure i do we did that yesterday <laughs> yeah which movie was that oh yeah that was a tv show anyway and the reality is, and because what we used to tell them is everybody is trying to speak their worldview or narrative in a story, even if they don't recognize it. Mm -hmm. They're trying to put in a narrative. How can they? I mean, so are How we. Can Look you what not? We're, doing. we're doing it now. My right. narrative is I want you to know the grace of Jesus Christ and his love and, you know, and all that. Am I telling you everything all the time and everything that's about the Bible in every aspect? Nope, I'm not. Mm -hmm. I mean, I try to give you a full uh, as you perceive it, as, as I you've perceive it, but it, it's one of those studied it. Yeah. yeah, this is my narrative that I am pushing right now, mm -hmm. you know, consciously. And there's things in my head that are 
unconscious that comes out and so forth. So, and you know, it's just one of those where even the fact of what you don't say pushes a narrative, right? right? If I tell you something, but I don't tell you everything, I'm pushing a narrative. Right. So pretty much all of life is everybody's pushing some narrative at some level. And they may be a good narrative. It may be, uh, have a, it may be well thought out. It may be truthful or whatever, but it's, everything is incomplete. So who can we trust? Who can we trust? So there's only one who really has our best interests in mind. Exactly. Which is the living God whose desire is for us to come to know him, to be blessed, to grow in abundance, to live in the delights and the goodness that he wants for us. And the truth. And he wants us to know the truth. They know the truth. God knows the truth. Right. And he said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You will know the truth. Gosh, I want to hear a a podcast or a sermon on you will know the truth. Okay. Because we always say, you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. And all the sermons on the truth will set you. How about the first part? Get to know the truth. Get the promise of you will know the truth. I think that's what this podcast is about. Truth. Because it's guess what? You're going to tell us. Truth. Well, listen, how do you get, how do you find truth? I got to listen, right? Yes. And if I'm not listening, I'm not going to get the truth. I got to look up that verse. Where is that? It's John, I'm sure. Is that John? Is it 820? I'm about to it's find printed out. on the 832. side. 832. So I'm going to look it up it's to on see the, the context of, of how Chapel. will we know the truth. It's on the Shove Chapel. It's on Shove Chapel in Colorado College. It goes wraps around the building there. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set yeah. you free. Okay, and I'm looking it up in the Passion because I like that version right now. Gasp. Okay, it's so. just a paraphrase. It's yes, just as easier to understand. Yep. Jesus said to the jo- to the Jews who believed in him, "When you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." So, Passion Translation is saying instead of the word "no," embrace. In other words, that's an experiential mm-hmm. knowledge when you have intimacy yeah. with Christ and the things that he taught. Um, yeah, so so who are we listening to? That's what mm-hmm. we're, or what are we listening to? Are we listening? This, this are is we your listening? real point of your thing is, yeah. what does it mean to listen and why is listening so important? And I got a little sparked on this this morning from my niece, Laura, who posted... She's a, a teacher over in Germany at an international school, a Christian school. She teaches students how to know what to believe, how to know um, theology and know why they believe what they believe in, in a school over there. So she does weekly posts, and she did a post this morning um, about, it's called Second Tab, and mm-hmm. just about how students, she's finding it frustrating that people and not just students but of course that's her paradigm right now especially if you're in a meeting or some kind of session online or you have your phone out when you're talking to somebody are people aren't fully engaged because they also have another tab open or maybe another tab and they're listening to something they're you know checking the sports score or watching watching music or something like that and so 
that was a that was a good thing to ponder and think okay when we're listening are we actively listening mm-hmm. you know am i actively listening to the holy spirit when i ask him a question lots of times i'll ask i'll ask her a question and then it'll be like okay and then i just turn off my brain or turn off my ears and don't really expect to hear anything yeah and that is not actively not engaged you know i, I <coughs> yeah. open a second tab oh i guess hmm. i'll go clean the toilet now or oh i guess i'll go you know text a friend or something and talk to a friend about it or whatever mm-hmm. you know instead of staying engaged in the moment yeah i think there's a fear I'm of missing talking. out or a combination of boredom fear of missing out whatever that we kind of it's even hedging our bets you know well, i don't want to listen to you well I'll listen to you but let me just check on other stuff because this might not be worth my while to hear you. You're saying that to Holy Spirit? To, no, well, to whoever. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of the second tab, right? Yeah. Is, yes, I want to listen to you, but I'm not willing to commit to this and I'm going to hedge my bets or I'm going to, you know, augment. And what we get is you don't get, you don't get any of them. Mm-hmm. None of them are really giving you what you want because mm-hmm. you're not really participating. You're not really engaged in any of them. And to a degree, it's just, uh, it's just a distraction. Actually, it's a lot like drugs. It's just a distraction to entertain, to, uh, to what's that word? Twaddle or something. That's a, what's more like the Charlotte Mason word. Yeah. It's, it's twaddle, just yeah. filler material, uh-huh. you know? So in some levels we're we have our lives are filled with filler. You know, we're soaking up. And that's kind of what drug use is, is it's filler to just pass time and to sedate, to anesthetize. And I'm probably going a little harsh on this, but I think there's an aspect where when we don't really engage in someone, we never really engage in life. When we don't engage with the Holy Spirit, we don't really engage with what he's doing and we never actually get what he's accomplishing. We never actually get relationship with other people. So we just miss out on a lot when we're not one tab only people. <laughs> and then we wonder why we're not satisfied or. Right, because that's unsatisfying, right? Uh huh. Because I'm having a conversation with you, and it's like, hold on, I'm going to check my phone here a second. Oh, uh, yeah, go right. ahead. No, I'm listening. No, really, go ahead. Right. I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah, Even if like... you're looking at your phone to look up information, you know, on something that's going on in the conversation, minimally, you need to say to people, I'm going to look this up. Yeah. So they know that you're not potentially, just blowing them off. I mean, maybe you are blowing them off, and you're just saying that, but... Yeah, there's there's something about and you know, to be fair, there there is some there's that availability of information sure. on our phone or whatever to help augment yeah. the situation that we're in. So it's not And that can be good, yeah. Again, so we're, not, we're not like black and whiting something here. Right. We're but we're just pointing out that to listen, the skill of listening in our day and age right now is or active, you know, like one-on-one conversation, active listening. That's a skill that's definitely changing and going by the wayside. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's things like, well, this kind of is a parallel or something like one. You know, there's a, it's not that looking things up. It's not that checking things out is bad or evil or wrong. It's make sure you're doing what it is you think you're doing, which is if you're going to be conversing with someone and engaging, make sure you engage. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to someone teach or speak, make sure you actually listen. I mean, don't waste their time and your time by just sort of half listening. You know, but it doesn't mean, again, that to have looked something up is terrible. Right. It's kind of like when my kids were little again and they started playing video games. I'd get mad because they'd play for hours and hours. And I'd be like, no, I am not against you playing video games. I'm against you playing for hours of video games. It's not that an, a video game is wrong. It's that your living there is wrong. And it's a similar thing. It's not that looking up or being able to pay attention to some other things or checking up on stuff is wrong. It's can you do what you're supposed to be doing in the main thing? You know, that reminds me of that study that you found a long time ago that talked about the 13 minutes. Uh-huh. I was going to actually bring that up. Okay. So there you go. Go ahead. Bring no, it up. Go. Well, you- yeah, there's a study that was done. I don't know. Basically, <clears throat> you get into a mode of hyper productivity, but it takes 13 minutes of paying attention. If you're concentrating on something. If you're for concentrating your work like or a whatever, technical work or, or reading. reading and studying, mm-hmm. whatever. Basically, it takes 13 minutes and then your mind becomes fully focused on that and you enter a level of what they call hyper productivity. And any in inter- the zone. You're in the zone. Yeah, that's another way of putting it is in the zone. There's a lot of, you know, all those kind of terms. But what happens is as soon as you're interrupted, it breaks it. And you get to start over for 13. You have to do your 13 minutes again. You don't go right back to it. Right. right. Yeah. It's a resetting thing. And there's something about. In your brain. Your brain doesn't. Everybody. Everybody thinks they multitask. And it's like nobody multitasks well. Right. You do two things poorly. Mm -hmm. You know. So you. Yeah. So that's just. If you believe I'm a great. Now it doesn't mean you can't flip your eggs while you're cooking coffee that's a different type of multitasking but i can't put a brain intentionality of my thoughts to two places at once you just can't well not not at a full level uh, there you go put the caveat in there right it it is very difficult it's hard on your it's a lot of work on your brain right to stay in that i'm thinking about sarah working at starbucks or brett working you know anybody that works in a fast-paced environment to right. Kaylee, you know, you coffee can, shop. You can multitask tasks. Like, yeah, like I say, there you can, you, you can flip burgers while you pour the drink, you know, mm-hmm. that's, those kind of things are doable, mm-hmm. but I can't put a conscious mental attention that requires real thought on two things at once. Yeah. You can't. Which, and you can't put heavy thought on one and a little bit of thought on the other because the little bit of thought messes with the primary thought. Yeah, I'm not good at this. I'll admit, <laughs> I've gotten really bad at it now that I'm only working part time. But, but the time when I, you know, I guess. So when I am working, I suppose this is. This is uh, revelation is happening to me as you're speaking, babe. Ooh. So, you know, I'm a piano player, and so I play piano for concerts and whatever. And I've noticed I get agitated when things aren't going well. And all I'm doing is all I'm supposed to be doing is sitting behind the piano mm-hmm. and playing the music 
which I can do and it gives me great pleasure to do well. I can, I've got enough experience, life yeah. experience and practice that I can do that well. And when I get to be in the zone for an extended amount of time, it's beautiful. But working with choirs that are kids, elementary kids or high school kids, whatever, you don't get to stay in that zone for 13 <laughs> minutes. And I come home and I'm frustrated and I'm tired. And even after a performance, like I had a couple of performances this week and I came home and I was just so tired mm-hmm. and also wired. Like I couldn't just fall asleep kind of tired. It was like my brain was just like, boo, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and I think it's because I'm also so aware of, oh, what about this or what about this? And I'm not able to just relax into the job at, at a level where, and, and I probably can grow in this, hopefully I can, where I can just be the piano player and not be thinking about, Oh, what about this kid? Does that kid look like they're going to faint right now? Oh, what is, what is that kid doing? Oh, that kid isn't doing the right thing. Oh, we're on the wrong measure. Oh, you know, what's coming up next? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the conductor switched two songs. This, this song was supposed to come next. And so I'm trying to find out, figure out if she's making a mistake and do I need to say something about her? That totally happened this week. <laughs> and so, you know, it, that I'm just proving what you're saying that w- to be in a zone where you're supposed to be thinking and there's these other little distractions mm-hmm. coming in, it's exhausting and it's hard on yeah. your brain. It's tough. So the Lord talked about this. Mm-hmm. He actually gave this great parable. Jesus Christ gave the parable um, of the sower and the seeds mm-hmm. and the kinds of soil that the seed was thrown on was, uh, of course, when the sower threw the seed, he was hoping that all those little seeds would grow. But some of the soil that it went on did not make it so that the seeds could grow. So if you know that parable, the sower and the seed, or if you don't, you can look it up. But I'm going to read a little bit of thought on it from Eugene Peterson's book, Reversed Thunder, The Revelation of John and the Praying Imagination. He's talking about the the churches in Revelation and how they ended that... um, at the end of every word to every church, there's this phrase, he who has ears to listen to the spirit, let him hear. And so he's talking. So John or Eugene, excuse me, Eugene Peterson is, is talking about that, expanding on that a little bit. It's not so the I'm revelation read, of Eugene. Right. So he, um, oh, kind of, he had, yes, he had some revelations about the some... revelation. Uh, so I'm just going to read a couple of paragraphs here of what of, of his Eugene's perspective on this and the point of hearing. Matthew, Mark, and Luke agree in placing Jesus's parable about hearing with its staccato conclusion, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, as the first of the parables. If the divine word is primary, then human hearing is essential. That we hear is required. The way we hear is significant. The parable, with its metaphor of soil for ears, provides an ingenious tool for a self-administered hearing test. What is the quality of my hearing? Are my ears thick with calluses, impenetrable like a heavily trafficked path? Are my ears only superficially attentive like rocky ground in which everything germinates but nothing takes root? Are my ears like an indiscriminate weed patch in which the noisy and repetitive take up all the space without regard for truth? quality, beauty, or fruitfulness? Or are my ears good soil, which readily receives God's word 
well-tilled to welcome deep roots, to discriminately choose God's word and reject the lies of the world, to accept high responsibility for protecting and practicing the gift of hearing in silence, reverence, and attentiveness so that God's word will be heard, understood, and believed. And, and as he's talking about God's word, uh, you can, of course, think of that as time that you're actually reading the Bible. Or a lot of the things that we've been talking about over the past year about how to hear God mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit in your own life. Um, and how, how God wants intimacy and relationship with us and how he, how he does that. Like whatever that looks like for you, how you hear God. God's word isn't just the written words on the page in the Bible. God's word is so much more. He uses, mm-hmm. he has infinite capacity to get his word to us because that's so the desire of his heart is to talk to us, to, to be with us. To, part of that relationality. Mm-hmm. And are we listening to him with that same engagement or a similar engagement? probably can't ever be the same <laughs> as God but you know with a similar engagement I, I'm I'm convicting myself here in this moment of wanting that satisfying relationship like when he just said um, hearing are you hearing what uh, shoot I closed the book <clears throat> la 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 are we are able to accept the high responsibility? Uh, oh, wait, no way. Are my ears good soil, which readily receive God's word, well-tilled to welcome deep roots, to discriminately choose God's word and reject the lies of the world, or I'd say the enemy, or mm-hmm. even of my own bad habits about how I think about myself in an instant when any situation comes in and the yeah. lies that are definitely got deeper roots than the word of God in my life. Well, and not, let's even skip past lies. It's the lie, and this is where we started. <clears throat> For two years, we heard what? COVID, 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 COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it mean I shouldn't listen to anything about COVID or know anything about COVID? No. But for two years, what was my heart meditating on? What was I listening to? Mm-hmm. What was I dwelling on? And, you know, <laughs> that was hard to I won't, not that's hard not that. to because, right, because there's a, in your there face. is a drumbeat yeah. nonstop, whether whatever side or opinions you had on that, there was an incessant drumbeat. And then it's, you know, for th- however many couple of months, Ukraine, 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 you know, and it's like, OK, you know, let's pray or whatever. But. Is that where my meditations are? Or what do I go to God and say, God, what do you want me to see in this? Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now? You know, and now this week it's Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade. And everybody's, you know, utterly losing their minds again. And it's like, God, what do you want me yeah. to dwell on this week? And it's one of those where and the goal... And it could goal, be that. And it could be prayer over right, that. Right. And I'll be honest, the media desires that they are the most important thing that you have to focus on and they want to tell you we are really important and it's really important that you hear what we have to say and i'm not saying any of that stuff is not important 
but it doesn't mean I dwell on it and have to sit there and listen to it all day long and meditate on it. That's not what God wants me to meditate on. That's not where God wants my mind. Does he want me informed? Typically, yes. Does he want me overwhelmed? Typically, no. <laughs> with him, maybe. Overwhelmed, yeah. With him. Does he want me delighting in him in all circumstances, whether what do we call it, good or bad? Yes. He wants us deeply, lovingly embracing him and delighting in him and the things that he's doing, regardless of what's going on around the world. Right, right. You know, we always forget, I would say very easy to forget, you know, the earlier church was under a brutal regime of oppressive dictatorship and occupation where the Christians were regularly rounded up and slaughtered. Mm -hmm. And they still had joy. They still had a focus on God. In fact, and some would argue they had more of a focus because of that, because... Mm -hmm. They kind of needed to focus on that. We have the luxury of living a relatively luxurious life here, um, especially in America. I mean, and a lot of people say, oh, it's economically this or that. And there's, yeah, there's, there's ups and downs. But relatively speaking, we live luxurious lives. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to be very comfortable. And it's easy in our comfort to be, uh, what's the word, uh, just complacent. Mm-hmm and be driven by the things of the world because of our complacency. Mm -hmm. And God's calling us into intimacy. Into first tab engagement. Into first tab engagement. He says, close all the other tabs for now. Mm -hmm. Just spend some time with me, and why don't you see what I have to share with you? Mm -hmm. Because it is good. At least 13 minutes. At least give him at least 13 <laughs> minutes. There you go. Yeah, was that there's a Bible study, seven minutes with God or something? Just double that, and then you can... Read uh, two a day. Then you'll get, a, <laughs> get an extra minute of, <laughs> of real stuff. So does that mean you need to legalistically and slavishly just sit there and go, okay, I won't be, have any interruptions? Or does this mean, you know, have a relationship? This isn't another rule we're putting on you. Of course. This is not another list. We're not... This is not another demand. This is a be free and rest. Know the truth, and yeah. the truth will set you free. Be free. Know, know, know Jesus. Do Embrace the knowing. Jesus. Engage in Jesus. Engage in Holy Spirit. Engage in Father. In, enjoy. Talk to them individually even. We've been talking about that a little bit at church, how you can there's there are three persons in one and boy that's really raised a can of worms in our discussions at church about do i just focus on god or do i focus on all three of them all that blah 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 i don't want to get into that right now <laughs> but it, it, if there is you know if you feel like oh, i really want to talk to jesus today he's my savior he's my brother he's my friend He's my lover. However, you know, Jesus, I want to, I want Jesus by my side today, or I want to talk to Holy Spirit and the feminine nature of God in Holy Spirit with wisdom and brooding and nurture and care. And I, I need that today. Okay. Talk to Holy Spirit. I need, I need protection. I feel unsafe or I feel not cared for and I don't have vision or direction in my life. Okay. I want to talk to you, Father. Heavenly Father, who I who does mm -hmm. reign and rule the kingdom, 
with knowledge beyond mine that, and I can, you know, trust father that he will lead me, you know, into good things that, that that's kind of what I've taken away from, you know, there, there's so many options of how to engage with God. There's so many ways to be intimate with God. God is three persons in one, as far as we believe. And uh, there's a lot of ways to let God minister and just listen to your heart. He's ministering to your heart. He made you as a divine being. You, We're yeah. eternal beings who get to engage in eternal things and let your minds settle in on some of those eternal things like qualities of love and um, loyalty and uh, what's a big one right now? Valor. I, w mm. I feel like we need some more valor in our mm. and attentiveness, you know, being attentive and how to perseverance. Gosh, perseverance in the battle to all the teachers out there. Way to go. If you've made it this far this year, awesome. You have persevered. You may be feeling completely weary and have a crap attitude but you showed up for kids <laughs> and that matters yeah you know and you've persevered so think on those kinds of things whatever's lovely and true and good and dwell on these things uh, yeah think on these so things dwell listen and listen to what the lord is saying to you listen to what god says to you mm -hmm. to me i want to listen today to what god is saying to me as i go through the day Excellent. Well, I think that about covers it. Okay. So we're delighted that you spent the time to listen to us, and we hope you had no other tabs open in your browser. Than you <laughs> or were even following. if you did, it's all good. There's grace for there's grace for that too, for sure. That's right. But uh, we love you. We're we're excited to live life together. With people that other people, mm -hmm. the church, and and people that um, are searching for truth in their life and for God, we just we know that there is goodness to be had and to be shared by all people. So be blessed with that. Uh, I hope you have a good day. If you're a mother or not, if you're with your mother or not, that you are reminded of the goodness of life and life that was given to mm -hmm. you from your mother's womb, from God. So be blessed. All right. Have a good week, everybody. That's right. And don't forget to call and write. Oh, yeah. That's right. Podcast at grace.world. Call us at 833-85-GRACE. Or just visit our website, grace.world. And subscribe. Thanks for being here. We love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.